0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who've experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hi, thanks for joining me again on our journey through the last weeks of Jesus' life on earth. We left him last week in the house, and today we journey with him into the garden, the garden of Gethsemane. It was great to hear Andy speak on Sunday and remind us from Jesus' experience that God has a plan for our lives. And it was in this garden that Jesus came to pray on the night of his betrayal and entered into conflict in the depth of his soul, mental, physical and spiritual conflict. The space within Jerusalem was so limited that there was no room for gardens Many well-to-do people, though, had private gardens out on the Mount of Olives. Some wealthy friend had given Jesus the privilege of using such a garden, and it was to it that Jesus went to fight his lonely battle. He knew what the crucifixion would be like. He'd seen them. Verse 44, we're told he was in anguish. This was a turning point in Jesus' life. He could have turned back even now. He could have refused the cross. The sacrifice of the whole world hung in the balance as the Son of God literally sweated it out in Gethsemane. As Jesus struggled with his destiny, he used the phrase Christians often use in their own prayers. Not my will, but your will be done. We tend to use that phrase when we're uncertain of God's will. But Jesus used it when he knew exactly what his father's will was, and it was diametrically opposed to his own. God's will was for Jesus to endure crucifixion in order to win the victory over Satan and death, the victory of the resurrection for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus' will was understandably to avoid this head-on conflict with Satan. But he surrendered his will to that of his Father. Not my will, but your will be done. Jesus went into Gethsemane in the dark. He went into Gethsemane in agony. He came out with the victory won and with peace in his soul. As we face conflict ourselves, we can learn from Jesus how to bring it openly and honestly before our Heavenly Father. Jesus took with him into the garden his three closest disciples. He called on them to stay with him, to pray with him, to watch with him. He encouraged them. That they might not fall into temptation, into the same severe testing that he was praying he himself might be spared. But they were so exhausted with the drama of these last days and hours that they could not stay awake, and Jesus had to fight his battle all alone. As Jesus faced this situation on his own, so there are certain things we must face alone. Certain decisions we must make in the loneliness of our own souls. There are times when, as the hymn puts it, other helpers fail and comforts flee. But in that loneliness, there is for us the presence of the one who in Gethsemane experienced it and came through it. His disciples exhibited the same weakness the same conflict within that we each experience as we seek the Lord. The conflict that Paul describes in Romans 7, and as Jesus said in the disciples on this occasion, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. We face this same conflict within ourselves each time we determine to give time to God for prayer and reading his word. It is constantly a battle that Satan throws us into, and every time we fail, we sink into deeper feelings of guilt and failure. Physical conflict manifested itself also in the soldiers as they came to take Jesus away, and in Peter striking the ear of Malchus, the servant of the high priest. The Christian faith is no escape from physical violence and weakness. Evil is present in many forms and must be confronted at every point. Jesus recognised the source of the evil when the soldiers came to take him away and he was betrayed. This is your hour when darkness reigns, it tells us in Luke twenty-two fifty-three. It was the time appointed for Jesus' enemies to apprehend him, the time when the forces of evil would do their worst to try to defeat God's plan. Jesus was ultimately not fighting against flesh and blood, but against hidden spiritual forces. This is the same spiritual warfare in which we are engaged as Christians and which Paul speaks of in Ephesians 6.12. We're to be on our guard, protected and prepared to fight the spiritual battle with the spiritual armour of God and not to imagine we're simply dealing with human beings. As we confront evil, we confront the devil himself. And it's foolish to try to do this unprotected and in our own strength. Where Christianity is being lived out, there will be conflict, and Christians must not run away from conflict. Being a Christian is not a veneer for us to wear, but a way of life and an attitude of mind that changes our lives. It's precisely this which causes the conflict. The Christian gospel itself is threatening, challenging, disruptive and demanding. It threatens the safe, secure way we live our lives and requires something different. It challenges the things we do now and challenges us to do things differently and different things. It disrupts our cosy way of living and our cosy attitudes and requires a different approach. It demands a change in our life and lifestyle and a different set of values. No one can be a follower of Jesus and carry on living the way they were before. The gospel is always demanding and challenging us. If we ignore the demands or resist the challenges, we cannot claim to be a follower of Jesus. This being so, We can't expect to please all people when we proclaim or live out the gospel. The only way that would be possible would be by watering down our faith to the lowest common denominator. Controversy and conflict will always occur where the gospel is being honestly preached and seriously acted upon. Indeed, when conflict ceases, so has our Christian witness. Being a Christian or not involves a person in conflict. For the one, it's conflict with God himself. For the other, it's conflict with Satan. I'm so pleased that I am on the Lord's side, for in him we have the victory over everything that the devil can throw at us. Next time, our journey takes us to the city as we look at Jesus' journey into Jerusalem on the first Palm Sunday. I hope you can join me then, goodbye.